The Sikha of Tzav 1 is trying to explore a pattern in Rashi. Why sometimes does Rashi come and explain B'zayis Torahs and give context, sometimes he doesn't. And the Rebbe explains that by default, Torahs would refer to whatever content we're talking about now. So Zeus Torahs Asham, we're now learning about the Asham because we never really learned much about it till now. The problem is in some of the cases, we already discussed them fully in Parshas Vayikra. And the Rebbe then focuses specifically on Chatos and Mincha. Because Chatos and Mincha don't fall into that category because Chatos um, was already explained earlier. So then why doesn't Rashi have to come and explain what Torahs over here is? And for that, the Rebbe answers that there's the carbon oil of Yerid, which is very much discussed over here. And you would say that the word Torahs is here to explain the carbon oil which follows immediately that even though sometimes it's not even a carbon, it's a mincha, nevertheless, you still have to, when you bring it a carbon as an animal, you have to bring it in suffering. Then the Rebbe explains why mincha you do have to explain. And you could have just said that it's talking about here, that there's something to be marba here. And the Rebbe says, because the thing that we're marba here is comes after a hefsek, it's a new parsha, it says Vaidabar Hashem, it's an interruption, so it's not actually sure what the context is, and therefore Rashi has to explain it. But then the Rebbe comes and moves on to the Hira. And the Rebbe says that we see now that there's two things that Pasha Tzav adds over Pasha Tzvayikra. Sometimes it adds new halachas, new details, and sometimes he adds new dinim, new things, new things that we never even discussed, new kinds of categories. So th- that's the difference between kamos and echos. Echos is when you're just adding details, and kamos is when you're adding um, fundamental new points. Then the Rebbe says an interesting hira, kind of takes in a different direction where the Sikha was going till then. The Rebbe says that, in general, Gashmius is Kamus, and Eichus is Ruchmius. And from the fact that we see that in Parshat Sav we're adding Eichus and Kamus, we see that Kamus and Eichus actually are connected. Now, there's a general principle that the Rebbe would say in other places, and that is the more you add in Kamus and you're learning, that it adds an Eichus. But here the Rebbe says, if we connect Kamus to Gashmius and Eichus to Ruchmius, the lesson over here is that you need Gashmius in order to elevate, to, to add in Ruchmius. Not by escaping this world, the famous principle of Chassidus, not by escaping this world, but rather through using Gashmius, that's how you add and you in, increase this world. And the Rebbe uses the words, as from matter you make spirit, and from quantity you make quality. Kamus turns into Echus, and that accomplishes an incredible elevation even in the Shama itself. And the Rebbe says then in Ois Tess, a new point that the Avoid of Esafa becomes in a, in a more wider context is working with Yidin, as many Yidin as possible, to bring them closer, even Yidin at least superficially seem that they're not Royal La Mizbeach, the Psulin. Even them we bring over onto Mizbeach, and in a way, that's the Allah, that once it went up, you can't go down. And then the Rebbe says that brings Mayor Einishneim, the famous uh, Mishle that the Tanya brings, that it lightens both eyes, both the, the person who's doing the the Kirov and the other person who's receiving it, they both get an Urgodal, which is an incredible light. Your quality goes up by the mere fact that you went to down to add quality, to bring more in that adds your quality 
and you you stay on the mizbeach, and you're constantly your fire is incredible, and you manage to elevate the light of the, the darkness of Golis to the light of 